You are listening to Ring Chasing Podcast, podcast by Don Garrett. This podcast is about the pregame and postgame thoughts of Sanford Seminole High School football's quest for a state championship. Third round of the playoffs coming up tomorrow night. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock against three-time state champ Apopka. And this is a big game to see who moves on to the next round. After this break, we'll talk about the game. Apopka last year had an 8-4 record. They lost to Jones, West Orange, Wakiva, and they lost to us in the playoffs, 28-24. Apopka this year comes in with a 10-2 record. Their two losses came to Edgewater, 16-7, and Lakeland, 20-17. So let's talk about Apopka. Some programs, I just don't have respect for their program and how they built their program. Last week was a good example, but Apopka... You got to respect them for what they built. They've been good for a very long time. They won three state championships uh, and had two head coaches that uh, have had them in good position to win uh, throughout the years. Apopka over the years has been a team that uh, had some losses early and then uh, they would get ready for the playoffs. And once they reached the playoffs, they would steamroll teams. Uh, this year, they've had uh, only two losses, and uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, they used to run the single wing, and now they've turned it into a modified spread that they use uh, with a familiar face behind at quarterback, uh, Andrew McLean. So uh, we know him very well. Now, uh, in their two losses that I saw, one was to Lakeland, and one was to Edgewater. The big things I saw in those games were a couple of things. So the loss against Lakeland, they lost 20-17. to 17. And in that game, Lakeland had success in the air. So there was two passes that Lakeland was able to get touchdowns on. A 74-yard touchdown pass and a 46-yard touchdown pass. So those were the, where Lakeland had success was over the air. And the 74-yard one was a double pass where they uh, did the lateral and then passed it down the field. So uh, in this game, at least, Lakeland was able to find success in the air. And in Edgewater's uh, 16-7 win, they were able to go over the top. So there was success in the air as well. And Edgewater's defense held the pop cut to 88 yards uh, two crucial sacks is uh, what kept the defense uh, able to get them off the field and win the game. And uh, one sack was a forced fumble that Edgewater recovered. So looking at Apopka's stats, one thing that surprised me, like I said, I haven't seen Apopka at all this year, so I kind of took a look at their stats. Uh, Andrew McLean hasn't thrown a lot uh, during the year. He's had 72 attempts. For 532 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, he's also run the ball 39 times for 142 yards and three touchdowns. So uh, 
it doesn't appear they threw a lot during the year. So a majority of their offense came from Keandre Jones. He had 160 carries for 1,109 yards and 11 touchdowns. So the majority of their touchdowns came from the run game. And their highest receiver was Quincy Frazier, who had uh, 26 catches for uh, 318 yards and three touchdowns. So let's talk about some players to watch on Apopka. So we already talked about Andrew McLean, who is the quarterback, and we all know who he is. Uh, the other per offensive weapons they have is Keandre Jones, who talked about him in his uh, leading uh, 1,109 uh, rushing yards and 11 TDs. Andrew McLean is number 55 in the Orlando Sentinel 2022 Super 60. Keandre Jones, the running back, is number 43 in the 2023 Orlando Sentinel Super 60. And their other running back, Keyshawn Jones, is number 44 in the 2023 Orlando Super 60. Now, Apopka's defense is no joke. Uh, they uh, Throughout this whole year, they've averaged uh, only giving teams six points a game. So uh, that's a huge, uh, that's good defense. So we're going to be going up against probably... Uh, besides Shamanad Madonna, one of the best defenses we have all year. Leading in tackles for Apopka with 55 is Josiah Robinson. He's a linebacker that committed to Coastal Carolina. Their second leading tackler is Andre Phillips with 46 tackles. The other players on that good defense is number six for 2022 in the Orlando Super 60 is Travion Bonds. He's a linebacker. Number 17 on the 2022 Sentinel Super 60 is Nakai Martinez, who is a cornerback who committed to UCF. Number one in the 2023 Orlando Sentinel Super 60 is the defensive end, Kaven Call. So you can see from all the D1 talent that's on the field, it's going to be a great game. And Apopka's... Uh, Probably the toughest defense besides uh, Chaminade Madonna that we're going to face this year so far. And uh, on paper, it looks to be it's going to be a defensive struggle for both teams. One local columnist said that he wouldn't be surprised if it was 0-0 and goes into overtimes. So you can tell that both defenses, probably the best defenses in Florida, and that's how everyone thinks it's going to go. So here's my keys to the game that I think. So I think definitely on defense, we're definitely going to have to put some pressure on Andrew McLean, as we saw in the Edgewater game and also the uh, Lakeland game that they ended up losing. Uh, the sacks contributed to the loss. So... Uh, that's one big key that I think we're going to have to do is put pressure, pressure on Andrew and not let him get to the outside when he runs. The second key to the game, I think, is our offensive line. Our offensive line has to uh, have protection for the quarterbacks. And as we've seen in a couple of their losses, teams were able to go over the top. So I think if we're going to have success, we're going to be going over the top. So the offensive line is going to be key into keeping the pressure off of the quarterbacks and giving them time to throw. 
I will add a caveat to that, though, because uh, during the their two losses, Nakai Martinez uh, was out of the game. He was hurt. So uh, it was first game back, I believe, last week. So uh, when they went over the top on them teams is when the UCF commit was not in the game. We're going to have to limit the mistakes as well. Uh, as an example, in the la- one time we played a popka that uh, we ended up losing 20 to nothing. Our first drive down the field, we were ready to score, and there was a fumble, and they brought it all the way back. And that was one of the keys that gave them momentum. So we're going to have to limit the penalties and limit the mistakes. And finally, stopping the run. As Apopka has shown all the years they've been in, they uh, their offensive line is usually good, so they're able to uh, run the ball a lot. And as we've seen from this year, the big key is going to be stopping Keandre Jones, who's had 160 carries for 1,109 yards and 11 TDs. So on the defensive end, that's another key we're going to have is stopping the run. So this shapes up to be a good game. It's probably one of the best games in Central Florida coming up. Uh, two de- two good defenses, probably the best defenses in Central Florida and even in the state. So it uh, should be a great game, and it's going to be packed. So get your seats early, and it should be a great game. So on Thanksgiving, just want to give out a shout out to my high school, who's going to be playing the annual Thanksgiving Day game in Massachusetts. Uh, It's one of the longest rivalries in Massachusetts, 125 years, uh, annual Thanksgiving Day game. The New Bedford Whalers, my old high school, will be going against Durfee Hilltoppers. So wanted to tell them good luck and uh Go Whalers, beat Durfee. And for everyone else, hope you all have good Thanksgivings with the family. And uh, everyone get ready for after Turkey Day. You've got a big game, and it's a home game. So let's get there and pack the stadium. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And please share if you can. Mm-hmm.